When you're out walking, it's important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, water that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my Aqua True water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at aquatrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING at checkout. 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Walking outside is a healthy thing to do, but most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code WALKING. You ever heard the saying, if you have your health, you have everything? I remember hearing that as a much younger man and thinking through all the things that I wanted that I didn't have. And I don't think that's true. Because <laughs> I was healthy and I didn't have everything. And so there was a lot about that statement that what some believe to be truth that I was thinking, no, that's, that's not true. Now that I'm older, I certainly understand with a far greater appreciation what's behind that statement, because now health feels much more tenuous than it did decades ago. And certainly with what Ava's been through, I understand, because I can see firsthand the impact that losing your health, or at least losing part of your health, the impact that that can have on you. So now when I hear the phrase, if you have your health, you have everything, I understand it. I don't agree with it because I still think there are things that are far more important than health. But I have a greater understanding of health 
in a way that I didn't as a much younger man. I heard a new phrase, and well, maybe it's not new. I heard a phrase for the first time recently, and maybe you've heard it. Health is wealth. You ever heard that one before? Health is wealth. And I got to thinking about it because obviously this podcast is helping each of us pursue a healthier version of ourselves. By the way, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a licensed personal trainer. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. But I've been pondering that phrase, health is wealth. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. Today's 10-minute walk is powered by my Fitbit. This, more than any other thing that I've owned, has had a huge impact, a transformative impact on my health. I got my first Fitbit 10 years ago, and it was instrumental in really helping me transition from running to walking It introduced this competitive aspect of fitness with the step counts and not only competing against others because I was part of a group at work at the time and we actually were competing to see who could get the most steps, but I was competing with myself and it became a daily challenge. Here's my step goal. How do I reach that? Do you have a step tracker? If not, I think it could be a real game changer. There's a link in the show notes. You can tap that link and see the different models that Fitbit offers you. Health is wealth. Now, maybe this is a phrase that's been around for a really, really long time. And maybe I've even seen it before, but I was just in a headspace that it it didn't really have an impact, didn't really matter. But I'm in a different headspace now, and I saw that and thought, okay, that's, that's intriguing. Health is wealth thought about it, and three three perspectives, three thoughts. Number one, I think there really is an aspect of if I'm healthier, I get to keep more of my money, <laughs> which could lead to greater wealth. Obviously, if I'm healthy and not sick, I'm not going to the doctor, I'm not spending time in the hospital, I'm not paying for health care other than health care premiums and that sort of thing but I'm not paying for health care to get better. And you can use that money to invest and grow and build wealth. In that aspect, hard to argue. Health is wealth. Of course, there are no guarantees. You can make a fitness promise. You can keep the fitness promise. You can be super committed to fitness and healthy living. That doesn't mean that you're never going to get sick. Certainly doesn't mean that you're never going to die. I do remember, though, Jack LaLanne. No, he did die. <laughs> but Jack LaLanne, who many consider to be the godfather of fitness in the United States, he lived until he was, I think it was 96, and he was still doing his daily workout, which was pretty intense. He was still doing his daily workout up until about a week before he died. And I think he got pneumonia and died about a week later. 
and I don't know the specifics of, of Jack's life, but he seemed to be a pretty healthy guy. And he was certainly invested in fitness and proper nutrition and had been for pretty much most of his life. All right, so number one, health is wealth. If you're healthier, you're not spending as much on health care. And so that allows you to have more money to invest in other things. Number two, again, under this umbrella of health is wealth, if you're healthy, you have more opportunities. There's a money component to being unhealthy. You're spending more on health care. There's also a time component and a capability component. So if I am not healthy and I'm focused on fighting illness or disease, those are opportunities, time opportunities and capability opportunities that I don't have to focus on something else. So if you're healthy, if I'm healthy, I have more opportunities to build wealth. All right, so that's number two. All right, number three, a little bit of a stretch. Again, making the connection here, at least I'm trying to make the connection between health and wealth. Health is wealth. That was the phrase that I saw. So it's like, okay, how, how does that actually work? And this one isn't necessarily that good health brings wealth or can lead to greater wealth. But and again, this, was, this one's the stretch, a little bit of a stretch here. And that is that good health allows me to enjoy the things and the experiences a little bit more in a, in a greater way, maybe even in a deeper way. And I know this is not going to be true across the board, but in my mind, I'm thinking, and again, this is from my own limited perspective, that when I don't feel well, when I'm not healthy, when my focus is at minimum distracted by poor health, it's going to have an impact on the enjoyment of those things, those experiences that wealth might bring. And by the way, to be clear, when I talk about wealth, I'm not talking about actually being wealthy with, with lots of money. But that's more of a term for money and because it rhymes with health, health is wealth, health is money, doesn't quite have the same ring to it. So those things that, that money can buy, primarily experiences, the impact the enjoyment is going to be, in, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but the impact is going to be lessened by poor health. Can you still enjoy things when you're in poor health? Of course. In fact, I admire people who are fighting disease or illness and still have a smile on their face. They still enjoy the people in their world that they love, that love them. They still go out and do things and enjoy rich experiences and have this joy that, that, that bubbles up even in the midst of some hard challenges. Health is wealth. It was interesting to think that through. Certainly there are some connections that are hard to deny. If I'm healthy... I'm not spending as much on health care. That money can be used for other things. 
I'm healthy. There are opportunities that I have that I probably would not have if I were unhealthy. And being healthy allows, if not better, at least a different, a different way to enjoy the rich experiences of life. Agree? Disagree? Thanks for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.